Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. And happy Thursday here on the WRSU crew. Jake Schmid, Dylan Allen, Chris Sakonis, Troy DiSavino here. It's a little bit cold outside, a little bit wet, kind of gross outside, but how's everybody doing today? Good. I don't think I'm supposed to be here then if it's Thursday, Schmid. I think you got your days mixed Oh, did up. I say Thursday? Oh, my God. You're scaring me. I was like, oh, I my meant God, Tuesday. what did I miss oh my... On my schedule? The... Each day floods into the next, you know? It's this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I was the about pandemic's to sign fault. Off. It is the pandemic's fault. Blame, uh, blame COVID nineteen. <laughs> sure, sure, I'm doing fine though. Regardless, I, I mean, listen, I wouldn't mind if it was Thursday. We'd be almost done with a week, but uh, no, everything's good. Everything's good. You know, it was a exciting sports weekend. Um, exciting sports week coming up, so it's a good time to be on the crew. Well, it's always a good time to be on the crew, Troy. Every week well, is just amazing. Sure. Every, I mean, Tuesdays, yeah. Wednesdays, last semester, yeah. Other than that, I can't really speak too much on behalf of it. But yes, you are, you are right about that. Yes, Troy D. Savino, the most humble man at WRSU. Oh, was I? Was I on the Wednesday crew? That's yeah, right. you were. Yes, you were. Was, yeah, we were both I on just, there. I don't know I'm what I was thinking. Trend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's weird that those are the two days I picked randomly. That those were the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those were good. Those are good days. That now that I think about it, though, those are some of the better shows. I think so. Yeah, but otherwise everything is good. Someone, how about best. you? Not me, but someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it. I'd say it. I did say it actually. Yeah, you did. Dylan, everything good with you? Yeah, everything's good over here. Um, you know, I I was just very excited today when I went on TikTok. You know, I saw a little video posted by a Polar Media Corporation. <laughs> oh no. Um, Chris, you know, I can't wait. You know, 500 likes. It got there in two days. This is going to be a fun day. Did not expect this to happen. Yeah. Have it planned already? Listen, to fill Uh, everyone in on, uh, they they might not be familiar with the situation. (laughs) First of all, uh, Chris is a humble guest host of a a small podcast called Can We Just Talk? If you recognize the name, it's a spinoff podcast from uh, one of the beloved segments from the crew. Um, on the last week's episode, we we asked Chris, how how many likes, Chris, would it take on a TikTok video? To get your ears pierced. We were talking about little Uzi Vert. He just got a diamond like, Ugh, implanted into his forehead. Yeah. So we're like, Chris, how many <laughs> likes would it take to get your ears pierced? I don't think he goes on TikTok very often because he said 500 as if it was some astronomical I, number. I never use TikTok in my life. Not even just to well, scroll for fun. Wow. The only time I used TikTok was when Troy called me at 1130 uh, one night last year saying, you got to like this thing. So I made an account <laughs> and I liked it because I'm a good friend. Um, well, listen. I, it paid off this time, and uh, yes, it, it got it, hot. It was by far the biggest TikTok I've been a part of. Yes, it. Um, we got 550 likes on our TikTok video, just enough to get Chris okay. to get his ears pierced. And then I actually posted an update. If you if you want to get filled in on the situation, and follow along. Uh, make sure to follow us at Polar underscore Media on Instagram, um, and then TikTok we're Polar Media Co. Um, and we'll be posting some updates this Friday. We're actually going to be doing a live poll of the audience. Um, you guys vote on what kind of earrings Chris gets. I'm just filling Chris in on this information. So it's up to the, oh, wow. the audience of what kind of earring he gets, whether it's a hoop or a stud. I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Oh, no, 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 no hoop, no um, hoop for Chris. Well, listen, if the audience wants a hoop, he gets a hoop. I he, just don't know if you can that. do that any justice, though. I think I full, think the stud's the way to go. 
full pirate look. Little hoop. Not like a big hoop, just a little hoop. Like I think a little he should get the Michael Jordan-looking hoop. The, the MJ hoop? Yeah, it's okay. not bad. The, the, the little gold ring. Yeah. I think but that's Chris, a good look. I, I posted the update video on our TikTok. Got another, like... 3,000 views. People just love hearing about you getting your ears pierced. I don't know what it is. Um, so, congrats. We just hit our thousandth like on our new channel. So, uh, all right. Chris, you're the star. Of it so far. Generate some positive PR. Wait a minute. So, we got over 500 on that initial video and then like 300 got... on the follow up video. Yep. How many views and total? We just topped a thousand total. Yeah, I, ha I posted a few separate videos before that that got, you know, a little bit less likes around the 30 to 50 No, because I'm just saying, like, that's like, that means that, like, three quarters of all the likes in, in polar media history on TikTok were related to me getting my ears pierced. Should have went viral. Yes. People, Chris, people, I mean, love pick on, people love picking, up, like picking on you and making fun of you. How come that didn't go viral? At your expense. I mean, it went semi-viral. Yeah, it just we, didn't go like it was all like twenty the way. times like what it was like ten to twenty times what a an average polar media video would have gotten on TikTok prior to this whole stunt. <laughs> also, keep in mind the ratio was phenomenal on TikTok. Most of the time, you see posts get you know a million views, but it's only got like twenty thousand likes, right. thirty thousand likes. This right. video had five hundred likes and only like two thousand twenty five hundred views. So had it blown up, it would have had a lot of likes. Oh, um, yeah. Unfortunately, the algorithm wasn't on our side, but it was just, listen, I wasn't looking for viral. I was just looking for 500 likes, and we got 500 likes. Chris is going to get his ears pierced. We're going to have it all on the show, um, and it's going to get 5,000 likes next time because people are going to be laughing out loud when they see Chris with a little hoop. He's going to be looking like Johnny Depp. What is so this happening, uh, like, time-wise? So this Friday... Yeah, this Friday we're going to vote and we're going to determine what kind of earrings Chris of gets. Of course. The following Friday, Chris will most likely be making appearance with the earrings for the first time. Wow. So that's, it's kind of a big deal. That's the biggest news I've heard for this week, honestly. Forget I mean, the about this, game. Like, this is the biggest news. Yeah. Did you just find out about this? Did you this? not hear about this? No, I did. I just didn't know that you were going to decide about it for Friday. I did see it blow oh. up and I did like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be having our live stream episode either on YouTube or Twitch. I'm still going back and forth on which one I want to go to more. Which um, do you I'm like better? Towards... Well, what's so good about Twitch? <sighs> Apparently, you get more organic reach, but I don't know. We got more views on our on our YouTube videos typically, so I have to kind of make that decision. Isn't Twitch more like um, a gamer thing? Like people do. That's what play... I was gonna say. Yeah, like Call of Duty stuff yeah. like that. It's I don't know. It's popular for everything. It just has a lot. It's more live oriented, so people are kind of like scrolling through and gotcha. looking for live streams to join. Um, but I don't know. Are you, I, I like YouTube. I think YouTube's a good option, so I'll have to make that decision. But uh, regardless, follow us on on Instagram. Uh, I'll get the exact at, and uh, you can kind of get a good sense of where to go to. It's Polar underscore Media. Um, that's on on Instagram. We'll be posting updates there. We have a a link in our bio that you can get to our live streams from. Um, so whether it be YouTube or Twitch, we'll update you guys when it comes sooner there. And uh, you can join in on the poll and your your voice has a say in what kind of earring Chris is going to get. Um, so make sure to check that out on Friday. We'll be going live probably around 9 p.m. And uh, you can vote on what kind of earrings Chris gets. So it's pretty big incentive right there. I mean, the crew is great. Don't get me wrong, but we don't get to vote on what kind of earrings Chris gets. Um, so we'll I mean, have... we could start a poll. I was gonna just going to say that we could like not like this would be like not like a, a binding poll it would be like a referendum. Yeah. You know, see what WRQ I'm, fans think, or you want to wait? Listen, I'm fine with including it in the real poll. We can use those numbers okay. too. So if you want All to throw right. it up on Twitter, 
uh, what kind of earrings is Chris going to get? Um, and we can, we can tag polar media in it because or something like that. I'm fine with it. Um, and we can, we can use those votes to determine what he gets, but sure. I'm good with doing that. We get more votes in there. So yeah, more than either way. Yeah. Either way, we will be posting the updates. So you have to stay tuned for that. And that is, that is huge. That is huge, Troy. It's it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. How do you feel about that? Let's just say that this, this entire week has been a series of unintended consequences piling <laughs> on top of one another. Um, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. I, I've kind of said my piece. I set what I thought was an unattainable goal that turned out to be very attainable. And I'm going to suffer the consequences. So there's going to be a hole jabbed into my ear because of my poor decision making. Chris, to be fair, we've never reached 500 likes on a video before. Me personally, I've never reached 300 likes on a video before. So you set it above what we're used to getting. Like if I said 20, just... then that would be stupid. But yeah, well, part of me thinks like you kind of want to get an earring because 500 is not that high. You know what I mean? Like kind of part of me feels like deep down, Chris, you want to get your ears pierced because if you really didn't want to, I feel like you would have said it like 10,000, 30,000. Well, that's what I did for uh, the diamond in the forehead. I was like, no. I no, know, no. but do you see? I don't, think, get actually, a I don't think I even named a number for that. I just refused to go there because with my luck, I say it was 20,000 and then you hit 20,000. And then it's like, well, what do I do now? Like, I can't back out. And I also can't have a diamond in my forehead. We um, would have made you, we would have made you like glue a diamond to your forehead for every episode for the rest of that podcast history. You would have had to have a diamond attached to your head. Obviously, well, I, think not my, I think my mom just walked past my room and she heard me talking about putting a diamond in my forehead and she has no context either. Um, so that's not good. That's going to be something I have to talk about over the dinner table after the show. But, you know, <laughs> well, if you want, I, we won't stray too far from sports. We want more talk like that. Like I said, can we just talk every Friday around 9 p.m.? We do a live stream. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, maybe we'll send out a link. So if you want to keep up to up to date with what Chris is doing with his forehead or his earrings. We'll, uh, we'll give you a place to check that out, but we'll get back to some sports now. And I'd argue the, the second biggest thing to happen this week um, behind that was the Super Bowl. guys, everyone watched the Super Bowl. I mean, I think everyone in the, in the country yeah. watched the Super Bowl, right? Um, listen, I, uh, I partake to my first sports betting ever. Oh yeah. The Super Bowl. How'd that I go was like, through? all right, I'm, well, I was like, all right, I'm going to put like a little bit of money, like not like $10 bets. That's all I was going to do. A couple $10 bets. See if I make something. I was going to put it on only plus value stuff. Um, see if I can get like a, a big bang for my buck. Went over three. So that didn't go very well. What did you um, do? What you choose? It was a couple of those. It was a couple of those live action bets. So it was like on this drive, will they attempt a field goal? And I was like, come on. If I do this like three or four times, it's bound to happen once. Right. Uh, it never happened. So I lost every single one. Um, Gronk had like a 30 yard touchdown when they were in the red zone. I was like, really? This is going to happen. I think it was Fournette who ran in like a 25 yard touchdown. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Um, so I couldn't believe what was happening there. And then I was like, all right, that's enough for me. No more sports betting. The only sports betting I'm going to do is if it's like a minor college basketball team from central ohio, ohio those the only teams i yeah those are the only teams i bet on from now on so i dipped my feet in the water to test out what sports betting was like in the super bowl didn't go too well so i think i'm done for a little bit but guys what were your uh i think you guys were all involved with a little betting from the super bowl what what was your takeaway from this year i did boxes and it was horrible it was Oof. uh i did one with my cousin it was pretty bad um 
He had like the better and the ones where they like the numbers, like how the you know those ones, like the first quarter, second quarter, like the number has to end in this, like two or nine, something like that. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like that and yes, he, yes, he yes. won like almost every one, which is crazy. Like he had seven to three and then four three for the second. Like it was insane. Like he had it accurate, I think, all the way up till the the third quarter or something like that. But he had like the final like nine one. So he he got a lot of money. Well, that must be nice for him. Yeah, I, I mean, a bet I like. got a couple good stuff. Like, I mean, I bet on the coin toss a little bit. I got that. I um, just wanted to just do it for whatever. Um, now, that's a dangerous game. Yeah, and you know See, what? Because that's completely random. Like, say, like, for instance, like, with the, na- say, the national anthem length, because that's one that a lot of people like to bet on. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you have a data set. You can go and compare past lines with the past length. That's what I did of, with the hat, the coin toss. I did. I even did a little the, simulator, uh, too. Okay, I but no, 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 but Schmid, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the national anthem, you can notice trends. You can say, oh, that's singers true. tend to stretch out the anthem longer than it normally is. Uh, that's a pretty reliable bet, assuming the line isn't set at a crazy amount, uh, which it usually isn't. Um, but with the coin toss, it's just pure randomness. Like, there's no... There's no yeah, in-depth study, I wanted to there's do no it. analysis. It's just yeah. you're putting your faith in heads or tails. That's it. Yeah, it was uh that was that was interesting. It really made the Super Bowl more interesting. Um, so I'm definitely gonna do that more with uh, Super Bowls going forward. I th- that's what my reasoning was. I'm like, I'm gonna bet a little bit. I don't really care about either of these teams that yeah, much exactly. to make it interesting. Listen, it was it made it interesting. I was like on the edge of my seat watching a couple drives. But it made me feel like I was watching a Cowboys game because everything <laughs> I wanted to happen went wrong. Yeah. Um, every every time I was like, "Oh, come on! We just all we need is a field goal. All we need is a touchdown here. Let's let's just get in there. Let's get in the red zone." It never happened or it never worked out my way. Or if I was starting to root for the defense to make them force a field goal, instantly a thirty-five yard touchdown is given up. So I was like, "All right, this <laughs> is wait, this is the closest I'm going to ever get to feel like I'm watching a Cowboys game in the Super Bowl." Um, but I can see the appeal. You know, it, it made me a little more interested, but I lost $30, so I, it wasn't the best feeling in the world. But I, I get the appeal. I understand it. Chris and Dylan, did you guys bet any money on these? Chris, I know you like betting soccer and lacrosse and that kind of stuff. But did you Korean I baseball? actually did not bet on the Super Bowl at all. Wow. Reasoning? Yeah. Why not? Reasoning is when I uh, reached uh, the legal gambling age back in December, I was very measured, very cautious, and I lost my 50 bucks deposit. Um, so I went, I went like two and seven on my picks. Uh, so since then, I've been on an indefinite hiatus. And while well, I try to work through some issues and build back better. So. Wow. Wow. Well, this very is not entirely unanticipated, Troy, because maybe, maybe this is too far back. Um, you remember back when, uh, you and I both joined the sports department, uh, fall of 2018. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't remember what your first shot was. I think it might've been, uh, Marsdale show with, with yeah, Matt Howe. Matt Howe on Monday mornings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 7am, well, 8am. It was in the RU Lake spot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun show. Oh, no, it was it. no first semester when I was on it for the full semester, it was 7am. Oh, it moved right. back an hour the second you're semester. Right. It was yeah, 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. to 9 a.m. It was the most brutal thing ever, But and then it moved to 8 a.m. Yeah, but, I mean, that was back when they let people in games. It was a long time ago. Uh, point yeah. I'm trying to make is um, they let me in. It was either my second or third time shadowing with them, and when you shadow with them, you, you, you talk. You're, like, one of the hosts. 
um, and they did a pick segment and I went 0 for 6 on my picks and Ooh. I was banned from the show. I was just a freshman. It was like October of my freshman year. <laughs> uh, I was banned. I was not allowed back on uh, despite, you know, getting board pass and becoming a member of the sports department. No more Night's Watch for Sacco. Uh, that was that Ma Howe and of, Sam Marsdale banned you? They banned me because I went 0 for 6. All right, I'm going to throw that, that up on wow. the Twitter poll. Did you deserve, did Chris DeCarnas deserve to get banned after going yes. 0 for 6 Make on sure Chris? you tag him too. I will. <laughs> oh, man. That is brutal, Chris. I mean, I that just shows that no one does anything. You did? Like, yeah, I did the boxes like Jake did. Um, I had terrible numbers. Uh, I think my best set of numbers was 6 and 3. Um, and I had, I think, like 5 and five and 9... Uh, I, I had like terrible, terrible numbers. And so at the end of the first quarter, when Gronkowski scored that touchdown, I was hoping that they would miss the extra point or maybe go for two for some reason so I, and not get it so I could get the 6-3. But um, he made the uh, the extra points. So I didn't win anything. Um, I also put – I had like a dollar left in my FanDuel account. Uh, I put, put that on a correct score. It was just a total guess. I had Kansas City scoring 30, 34 points. Um, so, you know, Ooh. it didn't really work out too well in that department. I Oof. had, I had them winning 34 to 27. So yeah, it would have been a $200 payout if I won. I mean, I, I had this deep feeling and this is why I didn't bet any big picture, uh, bets on the game because I just had this feeling the bucks were going to win, but in my heart, I didn't want to have to think about that happening. It was really a. It wasn't a win in any situation because I, I didn't really like the Chiefs. I don't really like their fans. The whole thing with them booing the sign of unity in, yeah. in the first game of the season was like, all right, do those people really deserve a, a second Super Bowl in two years? But then again, it's like, ah, it's Brady. Come on, I can't possibly root for Brady. Um, so it was kind of a lose lose, and that just deep down, I really felt like the Bucks were going to win that game um, because it was Brady, and that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't bet any big picture bets. And I was close to betting the over 56 and a half points. And I'm glad I didn't do that because that would have been awful. But it seems like most people ended up betting in favor of, of the Chiefs and Vegas won big on that one. Um, so they that said, not smart. I, yeah, this this article is on ESPN.com today. It was saying that more than $136 million was bet on Super Bowl 55 uh, with the Nevada Sportsbook. Um, so the state's book won a net of $12.6 million on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of upset of the Kansas city chiefs, according to some of the figures that they got on Tuesday. So heavy, I guess, underdogs on the betting side of things and Vegas won big because I guess the majority of people all picked the chiefs. Um, and I think a lot of people pick the over too. when the chiefs offense is in a game. Most of the time people feel like it's going to be over. Uh, so Vegas really, really nailed it on this one. They won big on this. A cool $12 million. Some of that's from me. Some of that's from me. I want my 30 bucks back. They won't even notice. They, they took they my $1. Notice. Approximately $117 million was bet on the Super Bowl with New Jersey Sportsbooks. A 116% increase from last year's game. Um, New Jersey likes to bet. Isn't there more betting in New Jersey than anywhere else, including Vegas or something? Haven't I seen that somewhere? It's like It's up there. Between, like, you know, they legalized sports betting. They had online gambling. Uh, and obviously, you know, Atlantic City is a, is a big uh, gambling spot, although not as big as it used to be. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, 
New Jersey books one won a net of a state. New Jersey's books won a net of eleven point three million dollars because of this, because of the Bucks won. Um these they just they don't lose. Vegas never loses. No, they don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. They're like me. They're like me. They just know if, if my knowledge expanded past the Ohio Valley Conference, I would be I would have my own sports book. Well, Troy, you're king um, of the Ohio Valley Conference. You're king of kings there. I know, but it's just not it's not a big enough market. People don't want to bet on that enough. So you gotta have your problem. own like stronghold in like one specific area and you got it there. Like Chris has got soccer. Even You've the got people Ohio who go Valley. to those schools won't even want to bet on the Ohio Valley games. I don't even know why. I they was looking at FanDuel today. Yeah, probably not. I, I was looking at FanDuel today. I'm not even seeing any Ohio Valley games. They're like They knew I was picking them all right, so they took them off the book. I might have to bet on like an actual game tonight. It's kind of upsetting. They just remove them from the book? There's no, I mean. Because a lot of them no were postponed, I think. Book. There's no no-name teams on the book tonight. Ball State it's was postponed. Like, SIU yeah, Edwardsville, too. Let's, I'll, I'll go take a look at the Ohio Valley. Edwardsville um, got, uh, I, can... I think they have like a COVID issue or something. Oh, boy. But there aren't any I... like low majors, like Seton Hall isn't playing tonight? Uh, no, I, those I, boys from South Orange aren't playing tonight. Oh. They're probably not included on the book. Some of our heads. <laughs> probably. Yeah. They're not included on the book. Yeah. They're not. No, they're not no, they're not on. <laughs> I'm looking at the slate. I think like the worst team on here might actually be Kentucky at five and twelve. Yeah, I think it is, and Kansas State yeah. five and fifteen. That's, that's too big for me. I can't. That's, I can't. That, go yeah, Troy, that Troy doesn't go. Troy doesn't root for the Kentuckys. He roots for the SIU Edwardsville's. Oh my God! There's a lot of postponements. Yeah, like, I never Let's see if there's any in the Missouri Valley. Well, there's um. Mm. Well, no, this isn't on the books. McMurray, Tal- Tarleton. New Mexico, Colorado State. Does that is that too big time for you? That's too Way big too time. Big. What about Kent State? You've heard both uh, of those. Kent State, Bowling Green. Gosh, there isn't one Missouri Valley basketball game tonight. No. What am I supposed to bet on? New Mexico. You could bet on tomorrow's Missouri basketball. Too big. Games. Too TC, big. Iowa State's too big. <laughs> oh man, I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I've, I'm I'm broken here. You could bet on games I'm going broken. on right now. Who scores the next basket? Ugh. Hold on, let me check out the Summit League. Let's see. Oral Roberts, you ever hear of them? Is that like a dental college? What is that? That's what I thought. No, apparently not. Apparently it's a basketball team for a school Basketball called... team of like dentists? Like, I, I don't get it. Maybe it's maybe it's Tufts or something. What is that? Is that the dentist school? Tufts? Does that sound about right? I, um, I, I don't know. What, I think so. What's today? Why is every game postponed? What's going on? There's a pandemic. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm gonna have is to there? bet on a real game tonight. This is this is gonna be brutal. Wait, this there's a pandemic, Sacco? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why Sacco's getting his ears pierced. This thing called COVID nineteen. Chris, I don't know about that. There oh, was really? like thirty thousand people at the Super Bowl. I doubt that there's a pandemic. Yeah, and they were all flooding the streets happening. of Tampa. I doubt it. Everything's back to normal. I mean, okay, yeah. was that not the most predictable thing? Yeah, ever? it was. <laughs> it was pretty. Like, <laughs> not only that you're having fans there, but like you're doing it in Tampa. Yeah. Which is like the ultimate Florida man city. Like. Did you see what happened when the Lightning won the cup? Like, yeah, they went nuts. That people were literally drinking out of the cup on a boat. Yeah, they, they were like actually a... go nuts. Look up Lightning uh, Stanley Cup celebration. Like this was team sanctioned. Like the team had like their big boat, and then there were like a flotilla yeah. of little boats. They're doing the, the boat parade tomorrow for Tampa Bay. Well, at least that's like. Oh, they are doing that. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. At least you're six feet apart. It's they're calling it a socially distant event. The city oh, yeah, has maintained were not six feet apart, that. Troy. So. Oh. 
Well, it's the boats anything were, right? bought. I hope they're the do- boats I heard win. they're doing another boat parade for the Super Bowl now. I heard that's what they're doing. In like and like in normal that? times, oh, like I the boat could, yeah. parade is not a bad idea. Right. Like I, I would if I'm if you're in like a city that like you know the weather's not awful and like you know you have like an area where you can get boats like yeah like imagine the Heat doing a boat parade like after the after they win the NBA finals that'd be kind of cool like, that. like that'd be sick that'd be insane it'd be awesome I would go to that so the whack the whack Western Athletic Conference the rack the whack no whack that's whack um what's today. What's today? The ninth? Yes. Today's the ninth. Oh yes. man. Oh, we got something, boys. Oh boy. What do you what we it? got something. What we got it? a game. You can't say it yet. It's not locked. I yet. can't say it yet. No. I gotta check. I gotta check what the line is. See if this is. You gotta keep is, us uh... on our toes. Yeah. Ooh. Come on. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm not ready to go to break because I gotta do some research. So, guys, give me your initial. I mean, your your closing thoughts. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit more about it in a little bit. The Super Bowl. Um. I was kind of indifferent, but the most important part of the game wasn't the actual game. It was the halftime show. What did you guys think about the weekend? I thought he did a good job. I thought it was really good. It was very creative. Thank you. Well, I, I, don't, I thought it was great, but it's super polarizing, apparently. So it it was very creative, it. yeah. I don't know what's wrong with people. They're, like, ripping on it. Like, it's not good. I have no idea what's wrong with people. I mean, um, I like the Lucy Stone Hall uh, portion of the show. Where, yeah. Um, the yep. weekend was just aimlessly going through the hallways. Yeah, it blew up as a meme. Like, that was kind of cool. Dylan, I if you ever good. have a class in Lucy Stone Hall, like, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that's that's a perfect okay. description. Perfect, perfect. Lucy Stone. Why am I too far removed? Which building is that? That's place? on Livingston Campus. Big... It's, like, past the Oh, yes, center. yes, yes. That is a weird building. It's, there's like, right in that weird circle. The yeah. There's a, there's a time capsule in the rafters. <laughs> Do you guys ever notice that? No. No. They have a time. They have a time capsule, like what? Like attached to the wall, all the way at the top. They really? Yeah. If you go up the weird stairs, yeah, and you go up all the way to the top, right along the wall, there's a time capsule, and it says like "gift of class of '98" or something. I didn't I know that. see that every time I'm in there. Huh. That's that's sad. It took me a little bit. All right, I think I found my pick, but I'm not ready to give it yet. I'm just. I don't even know if there's a line or a spread on this, so I might just go outright, but outright oh that's something you haven't done at all that's uh that's interesting wow so yeah the weekend i thought it was good i i don't know why so many people were hating on the on the halftime show i thought the visuals were awesome yeah they were um, i mean the weekend as a artist the guy just makes bangers he makes absolute hits um so i thought it was phenomenal um and i know some people feel very very different about that you know you were getting a little nauseous when he was running through the through the uh <laughs> the hallway but like that's kind of the point of the song that he was singing at right. the time. so like i i don't know how you can not like it but listen there's always some people who is that a, is it is it a given that there's always going to be some people who don't like the halftime there always we is just accept that? always i mean i think we just have yeah. to accept that at this point right like find me a halftime show since prince that people haven't been like well prince was the that icon was, was one of those iconic ones yeah exactly well, prince, that's like well, the there old... were a couple of good ones after prince and prince was good um there was prince uh there was bruce springsteen and that was in like 2009 i think 2009 2010 around that time um he was good i thought bruno mars was good yeah bruno mars was um, good i thought bruno mars I was great but some people didn't like bruno mars that i find well i mean some people a lot of people like to complain 
a lot of people hated Coldplay too. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's always I mean, people, people who hate Coldplay. Like, I hate them. Like, I just that, that's my take on that. <laughs> yeah. Are you a you're a big Coldplay guy? I like Coldplay. I like they're Coldplay one of my too. Favorite bands. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Wow. Well, like, Coldplay also had like um surprising. They had like Beyonce too, and like they had like I remember that. Yeah, that I was, was that not was a good. fan of the. Yeah, I will say I was not a fan of the halftime show last year. Oh no, me neither. Um, no, I don't like it either. The Shakira and J Lo and Bad Bunny, yeah. I wasn't. I just wasn't a big J Lo fan going into it. Yeah, me neither. Um, not that like I think she's bad. It's just not my kind of music. Right. Um, but I thought this year was exciting. It was like an artist I actually liked after a couple of years where it's been some that I haven't. I really liked Katy Perry's halftime show. A little oh, that was like ago. iconic. That was good. The, was the like, outfits. And the listen, Left yeah. Shark is iconic. It's gonna live on forever. Oh um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I think the weekend this year had a performance that is going to be very memorable in my head. Um, that I'm going to think back and be like, "Wow, the visuals on that were awesome." The fact that half of his show was taking place behind the end zone—that's very different. Um, and I was just—it was just crazy to hear how many hits that guy has. I mean, just absolute hits. So I thought it was good. I was happy with it. I was happy I wasn't disappointed with it. Um, and if you don't like, if you didn't like it, then you probably missed the whole point of the halftime show. It, it followed his music pretty they well. They didn't get so. the show. Yeah. They a didn't lot, get the show. A lot of people like, older too, I, I like saw that. Like they were like, who, who is this? Like, what is he singing? Cause like all his stuff is hits. Like all the stuff, like heart, blinding lights, Starboy, like the Hills, like those are all his hits. Those Absolute are like the radio hits. hits. Yep. Absolute hits. He also, I, I heard I paid for. The whole thing with like his own money. I heard like seven million dollars uh, out of his own pocket for the whole performance. Yeah, he did for like the choreographer and some of the uh, outfits too. He, I, he had seven million dollars. That's crazy. Seven million dollars. Apparently, his jacket took like two hundred and fifty hours to make. Oh yeah, people had to like hand and hand like sew the little. Yeah, they had to like, like tailor it too, like the hems. Like that's it's crazy. It took a lot of work. So you know what was really funny. Props to him. I. I I'm sorry, Troy. I, I was no, gonna I, say, I didn't have anything. I, I was gonna say uh, I saw something really funny. If you go on YouTube, I can't remember the exact title of the video, but I'm sure you can dig it up. Uh, it was a video of one of the extras that like had like the face bandages. You remember at the end when they were running around? Yeah. Like it yep. was like all of the extras with the face bandages loaded up onto a bus and like getting a police escort through downtown Tampa, and they're all just like with the masks on. I saw that on and, TikTok. Like, like yeah, I a lot of oh, people you did see from, that on TikTok. A lot of them came up that came up on my feet. At least like four of the dancers from the for four halftime show from the performance. Like they've all like I find that hilarious. showed it. Yeah, it was like interesting to see it. Did that Imagine TikTok you're driving down the street lights? in Tampa and then you see that? Yeah. <laughs> they um apparently they practice at like the University of South Florida's basketball arena. I like saw on one of the TikToks too. That's where they rehearsed like before. Hmm. Did did the TikTok have five hundred likes? It had it had a lot. It had to think like seventeen point two thousand at least, something like that. I mean, I guess that's okay, but like our ratio was probably better. Oh so. yeah, yeah. No. I mean, Chris over the, the halftime performers. I think I'd go with the Chris one. Exactly, exactly. Well, when we come back, I'm gonna give you my lock of the week. Um, the game I was looking at doesn't have any live odds, so I don't think I'm gonna be able to use that one. But uh, maybe I'll find something else in the meantime. You listen to the crew, the Tuesday edition. Make sure to keep it locked here to WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org.
WRSU Sports is your exclusive home for Rutgers women's basketball. While you can't be at the arena, we'll give you live play-by-play of every home and road game all season long. It's all on 88.7 WRSU-FM and online at WRSU.org. Fan of the WRSU crew, but you missed today's show? Don't sweat it, we've got you covered. WRSU Sports is now available on Spotify. Catch every single episode of the WRSU crew on the airwaves from 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday and 4 to 6 p.m. on Friday, as well as 24-7 streaming on Spotify. We'll bring you every second of your favorite sports talk with the best hosts in town. Look up the WRSU crew on Spotify today and make sure to give us a follow. WRSU Sports, the most exciting voice in Rutgers athletics. Don't believe us? Just ask. Hi, this is Pat Hobbs, athletic director here at Rutgers University, and you're listening to WRSU-FM New Brunswick, broadcast home of the Rutgers Athletic Scarlet Knights. Melton breaking free inside the 10, 5, he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Scarlet Knights. Mathis rises, flushes, right hand tomahawk, let's go. Taking the snap is Levis, pressure does come, and he gets tripped up at the 29-yard line. Told ya. And time for locks of the week here on the Tuesday crew. Jake Schmid, Dylan Allen, Chris Sakonis, Troy D. Savino. And Dylan, you want to run through the results that we had from last week? I think I think it was a majority of us had our picks uh, go uh, ran through it, except for you, though. I don't think your Celtics pick uh, they won. Yeah, you know, it, it looked like it wasn't going to head down that road. Golden State was making a last minute push, but fortunately for me, it did. Um, the Celtics won by four points. They were two and a half point favorites, so you know, a last second hit. Um, very happy about that one. Another thing to note is all four of us got our picks correct this past week. So, um, to update the standings, Chris is two and zero. Troy is two and zero. Jake and I are one and one. Um, Chris, you had plus one and a half for the Nets against the Clippers. They won that game, one hundred and twenty-four to one hundred and twenty. Um, Jake, you had the Troy Trojans money line versus Spring Hill. They won ninety to seventy-three. Yes, sir. Troy <laughs> Troy had Eastern Kentucky versus Jacksonville State plus one and a half, and they won eighty-six to eighty-two. Uh, and like I said, I had Celtics minus two and a half, winning that one one eleven to one oh seven. Do I do I get an extra win from last week since Troy also won? So do I get like that added? No, I don't think I don't think that's how it works. Jake's I don't think was... that's how it works, Troy. No, unfortunately, I, I don't. We'll we'll see about that. I don't know. We, we might count it. Well, I gotta talk to the the people who run this thing because we might have to count that for me. So we'll we'll see. Troy won. Troy won twice. I I don't know what to tell you guys, but we'll we'll talk about it. All right. Um, doesn't matter. Still undefeated this week. Still waiting to pick uh, who I want to go for this week. So I'm gonna go last. Chris, you said you wanted to go first again. So by all means, Chris go always ahead likes to volunteer. He's yeah. A great guy. It's almost as if someone Chris else is making volunteer. these decisions for me. Um. <laughs> But don't worry, you didn't catch me unprepared. I have my lock ready to go. Uh, we've got some SEC ball going on tonight. Arkansas at Kentucky. Um, Kentucky is actually favored in this game. How? Um, good question. Um, horrible. Arkansas is 14 and 5. Uh, 
and ESPN projects them to win, but you can get them at plus value, plus 110 on the money line or plus one and a half on the spread. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to win this game, so I'm going Arkansas money line plus 110, um, and I think that that's a pretty good value because you're getting the better plus value. So, Yeah, that sounds like a perfect lock right there. I would take that one. Yeah, I would too. Mm. Kentucky's been playing – uh, poor basketball all season. Uh, definitely not what we're used to seeing from them. And like you said, Arkansas, 14-5. and five. Uh, At plus value, I think that's a really good pick. Hmm. Not bad. Shmeed, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the St. John's Red Storm and the Butler Bulldogs. 9 p.m. Big East action. St. John's is coming into this game with high NCAA tournament aspirations. They just upset number three Villanova uh, two games ago last week. They're riding a six-game winning streak. They're 13-7. and seven. They're climbing up the Big East standings. Um, Butler is slumping, and they um, they beat Butler last time, 69-57. I think they win this one. The spread is Butler actually is favored in this one, even though they're 6-10. and 10. Uh, I'd take St. John's at plus value, plus 1.5. The better team is on the road, and I think the better team is going to come out on top. And St. John's, you know... I wouldn't be surprised if they play Rutgers or something in the first round because they, they right now a lot of brackets are projecting like either Rutgers to play like a St. John's level team too. I like it. I like it. Dylan. Yeah, for me, um, you know, I'm gonna have to take Brooklyn Nets money line versus the Detroit Pistons tonight. Um it's That's in a good Detroit, one. but I yeah, I mean, Durant's not playing because of the the contact tracing, but I I still think that the the Nets with Kyrie and and Harden, um, they're still too much of a force for Detroit, who are you know one of the bottom feeders of the league this year. Um, so I think you know it's not the greatest value at minus two twenty money line, but I think it's the safest pick you can go with. That's a pretty good pick, honestly. That's uh, that's pretty good. Although, I would if I were you, I would would have went with like Utah over Boston. That was another one I was looking at, too. Yeah, with that, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Utah's minus six favorites, but with Jason Tatum and Brown in that lineup, I guess anything can happen. I just like my chances against the Pistons, who really just haven't been winning a lot all this year. So I, that's why I went with that. But I was also looking at that as well. All right, well. What do I always tell you guys? You got to pick the team when they're plus money, right? You got to pick the better team when they're plus money. Exactly. Um, Already did so that. Yep, so I apologize. I apologize for going with such a big name this time. I know I like to keep it more local um, to our to our listeners. Had to go Kent State versus Bowling Green. This is as big as I'm going to get all year. It was the, the biggest name you'll hear come out of my mouth. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so this one's a, kind of a big deal. I apologize. Uh, Kent State on the road going to Bowling Green. Uh, let me set the stage here. Uh, Kent State is currently third in the MAC, the Mid-Atlantic. Um, and then Bowling Green is currently sixth. There you go. So Kent State, third. Bowling Green, sixth. Tell me which one's better there, the third-place team or the sixth-place team? Definitely not the sixth-place team. No, it's got to be the third-place team, right? So we got to take we got to take Kent State on that fact right So there. this All is right. a little so high-reacher got- for you. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, but we're gonna give one point there to to Kent State. My reason you have to really reach in your bag of tricks for that one. I mean, this is this is not this is atypical for you, Troy. It is. It is. Trust me. I know this is uh not this is out of my comfort zone to be honest. Um, but again, Kent State, they got more wins. 
They got more conference What's wins. What's the mascots, more um, importantly? Well, uh, that'll be my grand finale. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but prior to that, Kent State already has played Bowling Green this year. They lost to Bowling Green. So what do they always say? You're not going to beat a good team twice. It's hard to do that. Um, I don't see Kent State losing two to Bowling Green. On top of that, Bowling Green is on a five-game losing streak. The team is down right now. The team is absolutely down in the dumps. I don't see them bouncing back. I don't care if they're home tonight. Um, everyone knows that Bowling Green's home home court advantage means nothing. Everyone knows that Kent State travels well. They play well on the road. That's a well-known fact that any college basketball fan should know. Um, and then on top of that, let's take a look at the mascots. We've got a Falcon and a Golden Eagle. Tell me, who's winning that fight? A Golden Eagle or a Little Falcon? It's got to be the Eagle, right? It's got to be the Eagle. It's obviously it's the, the golden eagle. E- it's got to be the golden eagle. So that's three. He's golden there's, there's too. Three reasons. Hey, listen, in that in that logic, Kent State is three. Bowling Green has nothing. They got no reason for me to believe Bowling Green's going to win this game. True. Um, for that reason, I'm taking Kent State. They're plus one and a half. Kent State is plus one and What's a half. What's the over I'm under? Taking Kent State. Uh, over under one fifty five and a half. Okay. Okay. So it'll be like a moderate scoring game. It's pretty good value. Um, yeah, I'm not going to take the over-under. I'm just going to take Kent State covering one and a half, plus one and a half. I think that's an absolute lock. Um, we'll lock it in. That will improve me to 3-0. and you can, Dylan, you can just mark it as a win for this week already, and uh, I think we're good. All right. By the way, the Golden Eagle's name is Flash. Flash the Golden Eagle. Of course, he's got to be Flash. I mean, that just fits the name. Yeah, no, it's it's obvious. It's obvious. And Bowling Green's going to get their butts whooped up on tonight. I guarantee it. Take it to the bank. I don't get Super Bowl predictions right, but I get these right. It's my specialty. That's true. That's your concentration for sports betting. Tell me about it. It's my it's my specialty. So, listen, I think your locks were good, guys. You know, they were they were they were nice, but I think uh Chris, what was yours again? Uh mine was Arkansas money line plus 110 against Kentucky. So Razorback versus Wildcat. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's close. It, it's close. It depends how big yeah, the Wildcat is. I mean, it really is, isn't cuz Kentucky's 5 and 12 and uh Arkansas is 14 and 5, but Yeah, it depends well, on how well, no, big I'm it talking is. About, Wildcats haven't been doing I'm a good job about, against uh, the other mascots. Well, I'm talking about the only thing that matters here. Yeah, mascot, mascot all the way. Yeah. Well, Troy, let me ask you this. You know, this. I think um yeah. The Kentucky Wildcats played the Tennessee Volunteers. What would you take, a Wildcat or a Volunteer? Well, I, we're Good talking question. about like Volunteers, like people who lend their time. Yes, the Tennessee Volunteers. Listen, you're telling me you're telling me Shaq who volunteers at a soup kitchen is not going to beat a Wildcat? Uh, well, it didn't say specifically Shaq. I mean, we, we got to imagine the best possible case, right? Like we're not talking uh, about some I guess slack Wildcat. We're talking about a ferocious Wildcat. We're talking well, about I'm saying is Wildcats are ferocious, and yet that does not stop John Calipari from going five and twelve. Yeah, Wildcats are okay. They're not. They're not all that cracked up there to be. I mean, like if a human's involved, I can probably think the human's going to outsmart the Wildcat. Oh yeah, nine times okay. out of ten. You know, so I mean, the logic is there. So I, I still think you're fine. I think a Razorback would stand a good chance against a Wildcat. Those things are tough. Um, they got Razorbacks, so they're tough. Yeah. Well, um, one of these days we'll have to get Ron McGill on just to, you know. To, uh, to make sure these it's... debates. Yeah. Well, wait, Dylan, what was your pick again? I'm just going through. I just want to see if the logic <laughs> checks out here. I had uh, Nets versus Pistons money line. 
Okay. I took the so next. both inanimate objects, um, a piston in a car, <laughs> and a net. <laughs> well, and who did you have winning the nets? Yes. See, I really think a piston would win that. Piston fight, would pierce we'll right see. through the net. Yeah, but the net can give a little bit. That's true. It's like a long. That's also ten feet high, so it would be kind of hard for the car to get up there. Mm, that's, well, it's not even the car; it's just the piston. Yeah, it's not the whole that's car. That's very true. So it can't even move. Uh, well, the piston's also like a horse too, right? Weren't they? Didn't their old mascot used to be like a horse or something? Yeah, for yeah, horsepower, yeah, it was. I think. So it's the horse. It was a horsepower. Oh, thing. okay. I think. Well, but they don't go I by like that, that anymore, so it doesn't matter. So that one's a toss-up. We, I have no say on that one. These inanimate objects, the NBA loves them. Um, and Schmid, what was yours? The Red Storm against the Bulldogs. And who did you have winning the Red Storm? Red Storm. Well, that's obvious, right? I mean, oh yeah, that one's a lock for sure. Lock it in. I'm yeah, that's that's the, the lock biggest in. lock I've made. Hmm, that's good. And I'm just getting word that the Volunteers, Chris, also have a gun. So I'm taking the Volunteer any day. Oh yeah. Week. Okay. Well, that actually checked out because Tennessee beat Kentucky the other day. So which makes well, sense. Yeah. They so had my to. my yes. logic is unbeaten still. Yeah, it's okay. he's on the money with it. It's, not, it's unbeaten. So it works, until right? it's wrong. So really, Chris, I mean, I'm two and zero, but I'm really like eight and zero because it, it's worked for everyone so far. So Dylan, if you want to just mark me down as eight and zero, we can do that, and actually add it to nine and zero because like Troy University won last week, so I'm nine. They did, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll write um, that down. All right, perfect. Well, when we come back. We got. Can we just talk? Make sure you keep it locked here. We'll we'll try to get a little more on topic. Well, I mean, I, that was pretty on topic. We, we broke down and really provided some deep analysis there about our, our locks. But keep it locked here. We'll be back. Can we just talk coming up? Listen to Can We? Uh, you're listening to WRSU FM New, Brun- WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. I had a heart. WRSU FM and online at WRSU.org. And we're back here for Can We Just Talk on the Tuesday WRSU crew. And I think we know what we want to talk about, Troy. You, uh, I think you had a topic you wanted to talk about a little bit. Yeah, well, Chris mentioned it. He actually broke the news to me. So, Chris, I'll let you have the honor here. You can just at least introduce the topic. All you. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of threw it to you because this is kind of like your wheelhouse. This is something that you're really interested in. Uh, but basically, uh, Broadway is in the near future going to reopen uh, in New York. Um, Governor Cuomo made this announcement um, uh, saying that he's going to start having it be basically the details are still being worked out. But um, essentially what they're going to do is they're going to um, have a limited number of fans. Um, I, I don't know what the exact percentage, maybe 10, 15 percent, whatever they decide on. Um and they're going to test every person with a ticket before they come in, uh, you know, to make sure that they don't have COVID. Um, uh, hang on. Uh, someone just popped up on my computer. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, basically, it's basically what they did for the Bills where they had 7,000 fans in an 80,000 seat stadium, uh, except now they're using it for stuff like Broadway. I'd have to imagine like NBA and NHL games are probably not that far behind. Um, and this could sort of allow those businesses to open and work before everyone gets vaccinated, which will be probably um, like end of spring, beginning of summer. 
So Troy, this is your kind of thing. I'm I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Yeah, I am uh, super super excited. Um, that is, I had plans this summer. I was I had like four or five shows on my list that I really wanted to go see. Um, and it was like prior to COVID, probably the, the year before COVID. That's when I like really started to get into um, following Broadway shows and making plans to go see shows, whether it was on Broadway or off Broadway. Um, and I had like four or five lined up that I was like, all right, I'm going to go in on a Saturday, maybe with a couple friends, get to T- TKTS, get some cheap tickets and go see them just because I really want to see the shows. Um, I want to hear the music and I just, it's a fun experience. Um, and then COVID happened and it canceled all of those plans for what I was hoping to do this summer. Um, so the fact that we're talking about reopening soon, and even if it's at limited capacity, which first of all, I can't imagine how expensive those tickets are going to be to start. Um, so I'll probably have to wait a little bit longer on that, but it's, it's the step in the right direction. I cannot wait. Um, and I am sure, listen, I'll say this. I think the people who are going to go see Broadway shows, they're going to be the people who are fine with the protocols. I think they're going to be the people who are fine with wearing a mask. I think they're going to be the people who are fine with getting tested, um, with being vaccine vaccinated. So I think that is the kind of group that is going to be capable of responsibly handling this situation. Um, and I can't wait. I, you know, I think the fact that we have NBA games with fans, I think that's crazy. And I, you know, I think it'd be crazy if we've had Broadway shows since, um, back in September, October, just because it doesn't really make sense. So it seemed that Broadway understood that there was, you know, things that needed to happen first before they could safely open. And it's been really tough for a lot of these actors and actresses on Broadway. I mean, they're out of a job right now. This is really tough. And even when they're in a job, it's not like they're making that much money. Like this is a coming on 11 months now since they shut down. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, this is their profession. This is their job. It's not like they can go somewhere else to do it right now. Everything's closed. Um, and it's it's grueling work that they do in the first place. I mean, the amount of time they put into it um, with the return they have, they do it because they love it. It's not like Broadway pays like a professional athlete earns. It's not like that kind of money. It's nowhere even near that money. Um so the fact that they're going to reopen is great for the actors and actresses. It's great that they're going to start getting paid again soon. Um, there was a lot of big shows that were getting ready to open. Um, the Music Man was getting ready to open at the Winter Garden Theater just before everything shut down. It was unfortunately replacing one of my favorite shows, Beetlejuice on Broadway um, at the Winter Garden Theater. So that will be back. That has Hugh Jackman as in the lead role. So that was like a, it had a lot of publicity coming into it. So that will be exciting to see him step into that role. Um, I was excited to kind of maybe go get tickets to see that in a little bit once the initial buzz dies down a little bit. Um, but for everyone else that isn't in that Hugh Jackman role, like there's a bunch of actors and actresses that need to get paid again and need to start um, having opportunities to make some money because it's it's tough right now. Have you guys, I don't know, I don't know you guys, I, Shmita, I think you like, you told me you enjoy going to see some shows on Broadway, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a couple of shows. Um, I usually go in the summer with the family or definitely like our tradition is to like go over like Christmas break and like see a show or go to Lincoln Center. Uh, but it, yeah, I haven't seen a show since I think Hamilton in my senior year of high school was the last show I saw. Right, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange flex you saw hamilton live i did i did yeah oh um, my gosh how did you get tickets to that in your senior year of high school that was like in the middle of the like the entire hype around it yeah it was um i just got on like a wait list and my uncle also like performed on broadway too like he performed in book of mormon like he's a uh oh, wow. bassist so he like did that and then he was also like an understudy for um um for some other uh 
shows as well. I don't think I think he knew people that did Beetlejuice. I don't think he did Beetlejuice, but I think he did Aladdin too. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anytime you're with the Disney crew, that's big. That's big. Yeah, I heard Aladdin wow. was good, but I didn't get around to see that. That was that was the one Disney show I wanted to see, just because the music is really catchy from it. Yeah, I didn't it really is. Have an interest in seeing Frozen, um, or right. even Lion King, but Aladdin, the music is so catchy, and I really, honestly, like that's the reason I want to see a lot of these shows is because of the music from it. Oh yeah. Um, that I wanted to see six. I really wanted to see, which is about King Henry the Eighth and his wife. Was um, that was that on for like a while? Like when did that first come on? It came out probably. I want to say like September. Oh, wow. Wait, I, I want to say like it, it came out before COVID hit. So I think it was on for a couple months and then it got interrupted. And if you were on TikTok, Shmeed, like a year ago or two years ago, maybe at this point, you would recognize the songs. Like a bunch of their songs are really popular. Yeah, I've, I've heard a couple. TikTok. Um, but Dylan, how about you? Are you a are you a show guy? Are you a Broadway guy? Nah, really. I'm really not. I. I used to see shows when I was younger. Um, like my grandparents would go take me to see a show. I think I saw Lion King probably like ten years ago or something. <laughs> however long it's been, uh, I know that that that's been on Broadway for ages now. Um, you know, I remember getting. Uh, I remember going there. It was actually not that bad, but I I don't rem- remember much of it since it was kind of a long time ago. I also saw Wicked, I think maybe okay. like a couple years ago. Um, good show there too. I'm not big into Broadway though, like you guys are. Uh, I've only seen like probably two shows, the two I just named. So outside of those two, I really don't have any more input uh, for Broadway Dil- stuff. But maybe D- some, Dylan, maybe I'll f- see some more in the future. You're a freshman, right, Dylan? Yeah. If you need a good class to take at Rutgers Theater Appreciation, it's very easy. Oh yeah, that's so what that's I've great. heard. And uh, you get to they with taking the course, you have to pay like an extra hundred bucks. But with it, you get tickets to a Broadway show. You get tickets to an off-Broadway show. Oh, off-Broadway um, too? A f- yeah. Oh, so wow. I saw um, the the play that goes wrong. Um, I saw that one. Yeah. That, that was phenomenal. So yeah, it was good. With it, you, you get to see a Broadway show, off-Broadway, a couple other shows as well. It's a really easy class. Um, usually the professor picks a couple of good shows that he knows like college kids might like a little bit more. Um, I think the semester before me saw King Kong. I saw that before it went off Broadway as well. It was phenomenal, not for the class, just separately. Um, so if you need a good class in your time at Rutgers, I think it fulfills a certain requirement too. Um, it's very easy. There's there's like a couple quizzes and that's really it. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to go into the city if you want with some friends. But it's a good class to take. Um, some good shows you get to see out of it. But I cannot wait for Broadway to reopen. I think that's been the thing that I've been most excited for to get back to normal um once everything kind of lifts so that is very exciting to me yeah i'm excited for um, it to open too it's uh it's wait. always fun like going out to eat before or after and it's like a whole like excursion like a day trip kind of thing it's fun it's a fun experience yep. it's great it's great i can't wait i really can't wait but 